0: Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 41. It is Friday, January 10th, 2020. I am your host, Scott Gumbar, and we return you to your regularly scheduled programming. This podcast is brought to you by Nwaj Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J tech.com. All right, happy Friday, everyone. We knew it was only a matter of time before we started seeing lots of updates again, and here we are, ten days into the new year, and sure enough, we are seeing lots of news. So let's jump right into it. First up on threat post: Drake lyrics for you, Drake fans out there. Drake lyrics used as calling card in malware attack. A hacker who apparently likes the musician Drake leaves lyrics from artist song in my feelings behind in an attack that delivers malware, Lokibot, or Azeroth. A hacker with the handle Master X leverages a PowerShell script that contains a reference to singer, songwriter, Drake lyrics, Kiki, Do You Love Me, and ultimately delivers a malicious payload to its victims. The campaign is email-based, with missives containing a malicious PowerPoint attachment that ultimately downloads either the Lokibot info-stealer or Azeroth Remote Access Trojan, or RAT for short. In a technical post by AppRiver published Tuesday, researchers shared a sample of the malicious emails dated January 6, 2020. The subject line appears to indicate a business email compromise campaign with a call to action in the subject line TT Remittance Advice. Two PowerPoint attachments contain the file names invoice 13433361.pss and blank slip PSS. Upon opening either of the PowerPoint attachment, it is it automatically runs... Heavily obfuscated visual basic script wrote David Pickett, security analyst with AppRiver, in the blog post. So if you're getting emails, fake invoices, you're not expecting an invoice from whatever it is, then ignore it. That's been the advice all along. Threat post also reports exploit fully breaks SHA1, lowers the attack bar. Users of GIN, Ginu. PG, OpenSSL, and Git could be in danger from an attack that's practical for ordinary attackers to carry out. A proof-of-concept attack has been pioneered that fully and practically breaks the secure hash algorithm 1, SHA-1, or SHA-1 code signing encryption used by legacy computers to sign certificates that authenticate software downloads and prevent man-in-the-middle tampering. The exploit was developed by Gayton, Laurent and Thomas Perrin Academic researchers at INRIA, France, and Nanyang Techno- Technological University, Temasek Laboratories in Singapore. They noted that because the attack is much less complex and cheaper than p- previous POCs, it places such attacks within the reach of ordinary attackers with ordinary resources. So uh, essentially, they're saying it's going to be easier to crack SHA-1. That's, that was SHA-1 is a hash used to um protect information encrypt information um it's now going to be easier to crack if if they've got uh, proof of concept it will become easier and lastly on threat post today the last one on threat post liverpool voyeur used i am rat to video women at home the case highlights the rising issue of stalkerware which has reached epidemic proportions we're seeing a lot of this a 27-year-old Liverpool, England man has been convicted on charges of computer misuse after admitting to installing the remote access Trojan known as Imminent Monitor on three unsuspecting women's devices. The defendant, Scott Crawley, said in court hearing that he used Imminent Monitor, a.k.a. I.M. Rat, to hack the victim's computer and phone webcams so he could spy on them and film them in various compromising positions, including undressing and having sex. And the spying continued for two years, according to a report in the Liverpool Echo, Liverpool echo, sorry, he was taken into custody last November. So just another another example of um you know, knowing who you're working with. It uh it you know, this tool I am rat is a freely available tool and has been around f- for eight years now. Um and you know it doesn't I don't know if it says here but it, there's a good chance that this person somehow got access by gaining their trust got access to their devices and installed it on their devices sisa um, a couple of updates from sisa juniper networks releases an, a security update juniper networks has released security updates to adjust multiple vulnerabilities in various juniper products um, that could be compromised from a remote attacker so if you're using Juniper, make sure you get uh, you check the security advisories and get them updated. And if Cisco also releases security update updates for multiple products, Cisco has released security updates to address vulnerabilities in Cisco Webex Video Mesh, Cisco IOS, and Cisco IOS XE software. So if you're using those, either Cisco Webex Video Mesh, Cisco IOS, or Cisco IOS XE software, there are updates available for you. You're going to want to get those installed. We have a couple of updates for you from bleeping computer um the first is on travel x we've reported on that a couple of times now travel x is currency exchange in united kingdom they were hit with ransomware there was i believe a three million dollar ransom demand so now there's a basically a threat from soto Nakibi ransomware says travel x will pay one way or another the attackers behind the soto nikibi Ransomware are applying pressure on TravelX to pay a multi-million dollar ransom by stating they will release or sell stolen data that allegedly contains customers' personal information. And I told you a couple of weeks ago we were going to see more of this, and here we go again. The New Year's Eve ransomware attack on TravelX, Sodokinibi, soto Kibi Sotokin... Sotokin... ransomware, I'm still not sure I'm saying that right, operators allegedly stole 5 gigs of unencrypted data files and then proceeded to encrypt the foreign, exchange, foreign currency exchange company's entire network. Now, 5 gigs is not a lot of data, so I'm not sure what they think they have. In a conversation with Bleepy Computer, the Soto no Kibi ransomware actors state that they are demanding a $3 million ransom or they will release the data containing dates, birth, social security numbers, and credit cards and other. The amount was later changed to $6 million, so they've actually upped it to $6 million now. Um, So... We'll keep an eye on that and see where that goes. But they are now threatening to release some sensitive information. An update on uh, TrickBot gang created a custom op- custom post exploitation framework. Instead of relying on pre made and well known toolkits, this threat actors behind the TrickBot trojan decided to develop a private post exploitation toolkit called Power Trick to spread malware laterally throughout a network. Now we've seen a TrickBot is able to uh, do do quite a bit and change quite a bit in 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 the process of spreading throughout networks and throughout businesses and. Banks Trickbot, of course, is is known as a banking Trojan, but what it does is steal credentials. But it's capable of doing other things. So here we go again. It's got a now it has a custom framework. When an attacker gains access to a victim's network, they will attempt to quietly gain access to user and administrator credentials, and then laterally spread to other devices on the network. This type of lateral movement is typically done through post-exploitation toolkits or frameworks such as PowerShell Engine. That makes it easier to harvest credentials, execute commands on computers, and deploy malware. <clears throat> so it starts with a backdoor. TrickBot has shifted focus to enterprise environments over the years to incorporate everything from network profiling, mass data collection, incorporation of lateral traversal exploits. This focus shift is also prevalent in their incorporation of malware and techniques in their tertiary deliveries that are targeting enterprise environments. It is similar to, similar to a company where the focus shifts Depending on what generates the best revenue, so um, a ransomware or malware attack that adjusts as it sees needed is uh, it's it's actually pretty interesting and at the same time can be devastating. So on ZDNet, no CES 2020 today, but new Iranian data wiper malware hits Babco. Bahrain's National Oil Company. So a an Iranian state-sponsored hacker, ha- hackers, I should say, have deployed a new strain of data-wiping malware on the network of Bopko, Bahrain's National Oil Company. CDNet has learned from multiple sources the incident took place on December 29th. The attack did not have a long-lasting effect hackers might have wanted as only a portion of Bopko's computer fleet was impacted with the company continuing to operate after the malware's detonation. So good news is they were able to recover quickly. Bad news is we know that Iran has this capability. Um, You can read more about that on ZDNet. And then finally on Bleeping Computer, Google removed over 1.7, so 1,700 Joker malware infected apps from the Play Store. Roughly 1,700 applications affected with Joker Android malware, also known as Bread, have been detected and removed by Google's Play Protect from the Play Store since the company started tracking it in early 2017. At least one series of such malicious apps did manage to get into the Play Store as discovered by CSIS Security Group, security researchers who found 24 apps with over 472,000 downloads in total during spring 2019, so just a couple of months ago. Um... So be on the lookout. You know, if if you just make sure you download from the Google Play Store. I know with Android you can, and I've done it myself, so I know you can, but I know with Android you can root it and then install apps. Or you don't even have to root it to install apps from third party store, third party distribution, I guess. Um I've done it. Many other Android users have done it. That's why we like Android. Um we do have a couple of HIPAA notifications here, we already talked about one, Uh, we have two more for you, we talked about one a couple days ago, it's finally on the HIPAA journal, but we have two more, so we have Portland, Oregon-based Native American Rehabilitation Association of the Northwest Inc., NARUSH for short. NARA, NARA, a provider of education, physical, and mental health services and substance abuse treatment services to Native Americans is alerting certain individuals about a malware infection that has potentially allowed unauthorized individuals to gain access to their protected health information. NARA reports that the attack occurred on November 4th, 2019, so just over 60 days ago. The malware initially bypassed security systems, but was detected later that afternoon. The threat was contained by November 5th, and all passwords on email accounts were reset on November 6th. So it sounds like they, they got access to email somehow. The malware was determined to be Emotet Trojan, a credential stealer that also exfiltrate emails and email attachments. So there it is. It is therefore possible that the attackers obtain emails and attachments in the compromised accounts, some of which included protected health information. So Good news, they recovered quickly. Bad news, may, may have been some damage. In total, up to 25,187 individuals may have been affected, according to HHS Office of Civil Rights Breach Portal. So this is already on the HIPAA wall of shame. Um, the NARA press release issued on January 3rd, So they did report under 60 days. So that's good. The forensic investigation confirmed that the protected health information of 344 individuals was either accessed by the attackers or there was a high risk of information being accessed. So NARA believes 344. HHS believes it could be over 25,000. And Mercy Health Lorraine Hospital Laboratory patients affected by mailing error. Another mailing error. RCM Enterprise Services Inc., a provider of patient billing services to Mercy Health Lorraine Hospital Laboratory in Ohio, is alerting certain patients about an impermissible disclosure of some of their individually identifiable personal information. So, not PHI, doesn't sound like it was PHI, but personally or I'm sorry, individually identifiable personal information. An error was accidentally introduced in the invoice mailing process which allows Social Security numbers to be viewable through the windows of envelopes. Okay, that's kind of scary. Used for medical invoice mailing sent by RCM's contracted mailing vendor on or around November 7th, 2019. The invoices should have had name, street address, city, state, and zip code. I'm not sure how that would happen. Like, how does it not, how does somebody not notice that? um no indication as to the number of people that were impacted uh no nothing here about the number of people so there there will probably be an update to that so if you are a a patient of mercy health lorraine hospital laboratory you you might want to make sure that you are not one of those people that were impacted by that um a lot of mailing errors lately It's, it's uh A little concerning, especially one where there's social security numbers being displayed in the clear window of an envelope. All right, that's going to do it for the Friday edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. Have a great weekend, everyone, and stay secure.